0: Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. My name is Jed, and I have a cold, but I'm not going to let that stop me from getting this episode out to you folks. Uh, it is a good one. Me, Andrew, and Kenan talk about my newest obsession, and that is the hollow earth in Antarctica. <laughs> i you know, before, just hear me out. You know, it's fun. It's fun. It's not too off the wall, off the ice wall, as they say uh it just started from me having insomnia and following reddit rabbit holes all the way down and i had a good time um and next week i just got done talking to my good buddy nate from blurry creatures um as per usual we just kind of talk about a little bit of everything to see where he's at see what the heck is going on with this crazy world of ours um Movie recommendations. I just saw Oppenheimer yesterday. I am about to go see Barbie today. Oppenheimer was as good as they say. I it is required viewing, and you must see it on the largest screen possible. It was, uh, it is what movies are about. It was just, it was an experience that stayed with me and continues to stay with me. So go check that out. Uh, send me an email, churchandthedrugs@gmail.com. Thank you, Eli, for. Uh, emailing me about the crazy dream you had about me and John. Uh, No, it is not what you guys think. Uh, It was even crazier. Send me an email at churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com, patreon.com, slash uh, churchandotherdrugs, and storefrontier.com, slash churchandotherdrugs. It's what do you think the real field temperature is where I'm at today, in Louisiana?
1: One hundred three. Nope, I was gonna, hi,
0: higher.
2: Hi, higher. One ten. Higher. Jesus. No, you just
1: said what do you think?
2: So I told you. Oh, I you think. idiot, dude! You <laughs> stupid
0: idiot! It's one hundred and fifteen.
1: No, it's not.
2: So my pastor just got back from Phoenix, Arizona, and he said it was. 117, like actual temperature, there.
0: Yeah. I mean, you saw how, uh, so Death Valley, I think on Saturday, is has the potential to set the world record for hottest reliably recorded temperature. The current record is 130. And I think, uh, either on Saturday or Sunday or something, it's supposed to be 132. And so, wait, the. Yeah, well, what's even more nuts is now there is like a tourist flocking. Everyone's trying to go to Death Valley. Good luck. To... You idiots, bro. <laughs> idiots.
1: Yeah. That's... Also,
0: I guess it's just because there's a bunch of heat related threads, but I also read that uh apparently the sauna world championships uh t- <laughs> it got down to the last what two, is
1: that? two people.
0: And one of them died, and the other one had to be rescued. I think that it was two hundred and thirty degrees. It was either uh, two thirty or two seventy. One, who, the dude had extensive burning to his lungs and airway. And who the other of dude that is a
2: contest.
0: The other dude was on. <laughs> the other dude that died was on steroids, and like that's <laughs> that's how he was able to. I mean, I should I laugh? Whatever. This goes back to the, it doesn't the even Biden make sense.
2: It's like it's like let's uh, let's see who can take the longest shower it's like why i
0: mean it's a little different i could i'm pretty sure i could take a pretty long shower dude
2: oh so can i but the point is is like what's the point in the competition of that it's like okay you win let's see who can survive
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's like um it's like third Jen's- world third, third third world country people in the desert like am i a joke to you it's just like, sheds <laughs> a little raisin in
2: the bottom of the tub
0: yeah, just shriveled <laughs> up. It's too hot. Like I feel. S- <sighs> all right, D- climate change. Believe in it. Let's let's get juicy real quick. It's, it's kind let's of an just, open-ended question. What let's get.
2: There. I do right, believe climate all change
0: all right, all right, happens. Yes. Greta Greta Thunberg version of climate change. Believe in it. Yes or no?
2: Well define what that is exactly yeah
0: Yeah. uh let me hold on i got a direct uh i got an audio clip right here hold on
2: it is getting hotter
0: in the world and it is it is the fault of the people of the earth my name is greta thunberg and i am the most important person on the planet at 13 years old my parents are very rich, but that does not have anything to do with Greta Thunberg.
2: I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you really. It was why, why'd you break out a character? I thought it was really good. All right. So oh, no the
0: clip. The clip ended the clip. That was it. No. Thank, thank you. My name is Greta Thunberg. I do not believe that. Wow, dude. Way to be a climate denier.
2: I believe that we have some effect on the client, but I don't think it's as great as they make out. That's I, I, that's kind of where I'm at too.
0: Uh, full disclosure, none of us are scientists. Uh, this is just no. pure off the dome my opinion. Again, <laughs> it says you're not. <laughs>
1: uh, big bucks. What do you think, Ken? Um, I tend to think we have a definite effect. Now, whether or not the majority of it can be attributed to cows, probably not.
0: The the vast majority.
1: That's what you're worried about.
0: Cal. No, I mean that is true. A lot of people. That's that is one of the arguments I hear is the methane, and the rest of it, according to my fiance, comes from my flatulence. If you ask her,
2: this is what I think. I think if we were tell you, we were powerful enough to. I just don't think we're powerful enough to do any of this. I think we have a god complex. I just don't think that we're powerful enough to do that thing. And I think if we did get bad enough, the earth would cleanse us. (laughs) That's what it's starting to do, Andrew. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying we
1: cannot overtake the power of the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The way I frame it is that we should just care for the earth anyway. I Well, yeah, yeah. because because
0: because i went back and uh dirty mike is a big fan of the almanacs right and so Uh, we double checked the almanacs and shocker hotter than normal summer was predicted this year where we're at so it's like i don't know maybe maybe i think it is a combination of the earth's natural cooling and heating cycles. And then of course, I think we do have an effect
2: on it. But yeah, I think
0: yeah. you're right. It's like
1: it can be both. I think
2: our effect is like a drop in the ocean, though. I mean, when you look at all time, I mean Is that a pun intended?
1: Uh yeah,
2: not really. But I mean, I think that like when you look at the length of time like everything has existed and the time people have existed, we're like a we're so tiny.
1: And it's like
0: well, no, it's only been what six thousand years. Oh man.
1: <laughs> 5,
0: no. Uh, now m- microplastics, I do think, are a unmitigated man made disaster.
1: I'm not yeah, saying they the meme have bad I saw. Effects. The meme I saw was we all have a little Barbie in us because
0: it's Michael it's Barbie. it's true. That's pretty crazy that we are full of microplastics.
1: Yeah not saying it'll what be we do the, is good it'll be the new <laughs> carbon dating as scientists of the future be like how many microplastics do they have in their bones
2: yeah well, let's let's just remember this that the giant uh beings from inside the earth didn't come out to talk to us about microplastics they came out for other things to talk about nukes to talk exactly. about nukes yeah, so yeah they're, getting, they're, they're getting what's scared. the real threat here?
0: I don't know why. Yeah. So I jumped on the, uh, the hollow earth. I jumped back in the hollow earth train and it's because of like my, uh, I blame my insomnia and I start reading the most. So I, all right. So you remember when the internet came out and you could really get lost on like the most random PDF? uh angel fire websites like just the craziest shit in the world like these random books so like I've been trying to do more of that type of internet searching of just like whoa
1: you think it's harder this? now
0: yeah a hundred percent
2: so why is that uh the
0: well the the dead internet theory have you heard you, that
2: you don't think it's suppression suppression of information
0: uh uh, I I go more for the debt. The basically the I I don't know. No, I th- I <laughs> think that's more organically that the internet is now just a capitalist wasteland filled with bots, and that there is just no oh, such yeah. thing as organic web traffic anymore.
2: Yeah,
1: which yeah.
0: it you know, I guess it could be suppression. YouTube a hundred percent suppression. You used to could find the most off the wall. Videos. It was was fun. fun. It was super fun. Now it (laughs)
2: sucks.
0: (laughs) It really sucks, dude. The (laughs) thumbnails. Anyway, so all that to say, yeah, I stumbled upon um uh Admiral Bird, right? The dude the that explored the poles and flew over it and mid-30s, correct? Mid-30s, and his insane account of flying into the hollow earth and then someone was like what's even crazier is that his account is super parallel to this way older account from 1908 from uh this norse fellow named olaf uh something do you remember his last name andrew
2: no i actually didn't look up the 1908 thing i mainly researched the smoky uh, god
0: Oh, so oh,
2: so I was I actually have that up right now. I was re- I hadn't gotten all the way through that yet. I didn't realize that was a part of a different thing. It or, was. I mean, I, I knew it was different, but I didn't know where it came from yet. That was the thing.
0: Yeah. So so that was this uh, this guy, Olaf, when he was 19, he went on this fishing trip with his father and supposedly sailed into. the the hollow earth by accident and like they, they encountered this storm and then they kind of come to and they're on this like super large ocean. It's like more temperate in temperature. They see uh, a, uh, like what looks like a sun. They kept thinking they were seeing our sun, but then they realized like, that's not the sun, but it is an orb and it's Mm -hmm. kind of surrounded by smoke and it's emitting heat. And then this gigantic uh, ship comes up to them and these giant 13 foot humans are like they're speaking this language they don't understand to them they bring them on board um and they come to later realize that the ship was literally like a party barge like a like a like a, a day cruise ship um <laughs> and these people were super friendly to them and they take them back to their city and they uh realize that they are inside the earth uh so you can think of and yeah, my headphones are about to die you can think of the way they said it is the earth is like an egg an eggshell and the earth's crust is the shell of the egg and this he he estimated it to be 300 miles wide and he said that the center of gravity is at 150 miles deep so basically like okay if you're drilling to the bottom of the earth gravity increases till you hit 150 miles and then it would be like your orientation swaps and now you're climbing up And so that when you pop inside the earth gravity is still pulling you down but toward the center of the crust if that the, makes sense the
2: the um the bird one the map of agartha that one shows the center of gravity at 400 miles down yeah i mean this dude was just a uh, so they were just they just had differing just estimated. estimations yeah mm-hmm. I, I, the thing that was confusing me, actually, not I mean, you probably need to explain more to this to the listeners, but like um, there's multiple entrances. There's one in Kentucky.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mammoth Cave. And then okay. you have uh, Tibet. So it, it's actually there's like the Bhagavad Gita talks about this. The Buddhists talk about this. The Hindus talk saw about that. this. Uh, apparently the pyramids are connected to it. As yeah, it says G-
2: Giza. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. King Solomon's mines.
1: Yep. So what if it's Sheol?
0: I mean, what if it I mean so it's not and so,
2: They're super nice.
0: Yeah. But
2: <laughs> that could be deceptive.
0: So the whole the whole thing about this, why it's interesting. Number one, I mean semantically, the earth is hollow. Like there's crazy cave systems and underground oceans that we Number no, don't know about number two we don't know what's in the center of the earth right like there's we no haven't
2: been very far down at all
0: no we can't yeah right
2: yeah it's very very shallow actually when you've when you i'll, I'll see how yeah, far it is. yeah
0: jamie pull that up you're gonna be my jamie okay um yeah totally totally possible uh and, and then the then just the the things about it that are like hmm, that's weird uh The Nazis' obsession with it, with finding it, right? They were really concerned about Antarctica. And then you have Operation High Jump, which was another expedition sent to Antarctica. Uh, All these weird treaties around Antarctica that, like, no country can lay claim to it. You're not allowed to fly over the poles. Uh, There's no satellite imagery. If you go on Google Maps, it's blurred out. There's just a bunch of, it's just odd. It's a weird thing.
2: So we've gone a little less than eight miles. Eight, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, 40,230 feet is the largest drilled uh, point, which is in Russia, I believe.
1: Stuff gets crazy when you get that deep drilling. Yeah, it's like
2: pressure and heat and all sorts of stuff.
0: You need to call in Bruce Willis, dude, and uh, Ben Affleck
1: right my favorite
2: favorite, (laughs) uh, go on
0: i don't even know if it's true but it's my favorite meme is it's like a quote of ben affleck and he's like yeah i remember asking michael bay why wouldn't it just be easier to train astronauts how to drill oil instead of training oil drillers to be astronauts And he just told me to shut the fuck up i don't know if that's true but i think it's hilarious if it is
1: what gets me is yes. seismographic activity and being able to measure thousands of miles away like when an earthquake or a possible tsunami is going to hit how that travels if there's hollow spots
2: what do you mean well so we know there's hollow have... spots right huh like even if this isn't true we know there's hollow spots though wouldn't like ca- cave systems it? is what you're talking yeah,
1: about. Now. The large hollow earth, it would <laughs> alter how the pressure waves travel across it because usually they travel better in liquids, not gaseous material. Get out of here, dog! So it well, alter yeah. like it alter how the measurements would go. Like it would deflect it. And you wouldn't get accurate earthquake ratings and know where they're stemming from, like the epicenters.
0: I mean, unless I mean, unless a sufficiently thick crust, you know what I'm saying? Like, for all intents and purposes, is not hot. Like, if it's thick enough, doesn't that isn't that all that matters? Or you're saying that the readings would only be accurate if it's thick all the way through.
1: Wait a second. I think it would be more accurate if it was thick all the way through. But <sighs> now that you mention it, I may have read something a couple of years ago where scientists said that they weren't quite sure that there is even a core to the earth or like a liquid core. I actually might just, have been solid.
2: I just looked up something on seismograph. I, I can't see the whole article yet, but it says the, it says the big void inside the earth also explains why seismographic readings show a so-called shadow zone. Keep going. There, there is a part of the Earth's surface where seismic waves almost disappear. Okay. Okay. That's interesting, right? That is interesting. I gotta read. I gotta find the actual article so I can see a little more.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, because I love how this is. (laughs) I love these segments of three. Insert
1: audio clip. Welcome to the shadow zone. Let's welcome to the danger zone. Go ahead.
0: Of three idiots just discussing like <laughs> basic geology, but it doesn't like, yeah, the whole molten core of a planet. Uh, planets are weird,
1: planets are weird. Uh,
2: so. Okay, so if you look up actual just the shadow zone in Wikipedia, it says the seismic shadow zone is an area of the Earth's surface where seismographs cannot detect P waves or S waves from an earthquake. It says this is due to liquid layers or structures within the Earth's surface. Structures. Most recognized shadow zone is due to the core mantle boundary where P waves are refracted and S waves are stopped. At the liquid outer core which is what they think obviously because they haven't gone down that far
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but so they do they are basically saying there is a spot like they just can't seem to see
1: past in the core so maybe you can't detect it straight through the earth
2: i don't know yeah i'm not sure we're not experts at this i'm just reading no of course not dude the Mm -hmm. um I'm not even sure that these guys are experts though, because when they say the liquid core of the earth, well, we don't actually know that the core is liquid.
1: Like we've Next never I heard it might be solid. Right. At high pressure.
0: So let's see. Let, let's see like mentions in mythology, right? We've got uh the Greek underworld, the Nordic Svarthelheimer, the Christian hell, and the Jewish shale. Uh And with details describing inner earth in Kabbalistic literature, such as the Zohar and Hasid Levavraham, the idea of a subterranean realm is also mentioned in Tibetan Buddhist belief. According to one story from Buddhist tradition, and I'm sure you've heard this word before, uh, there's an ancient city called Shambhala, which is located inside the earth. According to mm-hmm. ancient Greeks, there were caverns under the surface, which were entrances leading to the underworld, some of which were the caverns at Taineron in Laconia, at Troazen in Argolis, at Ephia in Thesprosia, blah, 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 blah. Um, in Thracian and Dacian legends, it is said that there are caverns occupied by an ancient god called Zalmoxis. That's pretty badass. In Mesopotamian religion, there's a story of a man who, after traveling through the darkness of a tunnel in the mountain of Mashu, entered a subterranean garden. Uh, in Celtic mythology, there's a legend of a cave called Cruachan, also known as Ireland's Gate to Hell, a mythical and ancient cave from which strange creatures would emerge and be seen on the surface of the earth. There are also stories of medieval knights and saints who went to pilgrimage to a cave in Station Island, um, where they made the journeys inside the earth into a place of purgatory. Um, Uh, In County Down, Northern Ireland, there's a myth which says tunnels lead to the land of the subterranean Tuatha De. a group of people who are believed to have introduced druidism to Ireland and then went back underground. Uh, Hindu mythology, the underworld, is referred to as Patala in the Bengali version of the Hindu epic Ramayana. It has been depicted how Rama and Lakshmana were taken by the king of the underworld. Uh, Later they were rescued... The Angami Naga tribes of India claim that their ancestors emerged in ancient times from a subterranean land inside the Earth. The Taino from Cuba believe their ancestors emerged in ancient times from two caves in a mountain underground. Wow, this is pretty extensive
1: myth. So there's commonalities amongst humanity that uh, interest me. Uh, a like, ton. I didn't I mean I'm I could keep story, going. Yeah. Like a flood story, like this whole underground thing and then like some sort of higher being. that's common between all mankind. And that fascinates me. Because we're wow, so, we're so different and languages are different. So even expressing ideas across different languages, it's not like you can poppy and then they have all survived for millennia these beliefs it kind of like
2: goes towards the idea that there's <clears throat> something like woven into the fabric of humans themselves that lead them to these truths
1: yeah microplastics
2: i don't think they had those back then <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean i mean like yeah it's fast I, like, I feel like the heart of men like are just predisposed to like look at certain things it, it feels that way even if even if we come up with slightly different conclusions, like they still yeah. seem to like revolve around very similar concepts. So mm-hmm. how would that happen any other way? This is I
0: know. so yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, yeah, okay, I De- De- devil's devil's advocate, it would just be, um, oh well. Early humans sought shelter in caves, so of course they thought that, blah blah blah. People caves. People are dumb. Therefore, of course, they came from caves, and caves are underground. So that means people came from underground. Like, okay, I don't know. Oh, um, pretty simple. So well. I, I mean, but that, yeah, that's hey, what, you, kid. that is
1: Dagum <laughs> anthropology. <laughs> that was so dumb.
0: Um, who would, who would say that? So, I guess I didn't finish the story of Olaf, though, and the other similarities between him and admiral Bird. Um. Pull up uh while I'm talking, pull up Admiral Byrd's flight logs. Oh
2: Jamie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Um yeah. so Olaf I, said I have that, I have them right now.
0: The other things he said that basically everything in this land, uh, which he called it Jehu, that was the capital city. He didn't call it uh a Ag- Cartha. Ag- um Right. right. Uh, but so they him and his dad stayed there for two years. All the they eventually learned the language. Uh they were treated as revered guests there was different cultures there was different countries this is the olaf guy this is the olaf guy okay. um all everything there had like gigantism he said like the, the clusters of grapes were bigger than his head uh apples were the size of uh a human head uh he saw mammoths uh he saw giant birds um all sorts of giant creatures and he actually said that so The bones, the ivory and bones from all these giant creatures washed, all washed up on the Siberian coast. And that's where this treasure trove of mammoth ivory comes from. And then he also says the whole thing about freshwater icebergs was that they are formed from this freshwater ocean inside the earth and then shucked out through the different entrances. And that, that they claim that the the four rivers of the earth like the Tigris um, what are they? you know it's mentioned in the Bible oh, too I Euphrates. Euphrates and, yes that they all their mouths are inside the earth and that they they filter out from there
2: that's interesting so so that's what you were saying the other day is that within saltwater oceans the icebergs are freshwater
0: there are no saltwater icebergs period. And I checked that.
2: So what is so what is the t- scientific explanation for that?
0: It's the fr- it's the that all icebergs are just um. Uh, they're on land and then they break off and float in the ocean.
1: Well, salt water is more dense than fresh water. So if you're exposed to frozen temperatures up top, it's more likely to be fresh water.
0: Right, but I guess I always just assumed that icebergs were seawater that froze, right? Yes, yes so apparently, so I. But apparently I was, that was just wrong. And listeners, if you think you're smart, I challenge you. What did you think icebergs were? Some yeah, iceberg I, expert I out there is did. like, I knew that it was land ice that broke off and floated into the ocean. Yeah. So how does this come full circle? I'll tell you. The inner Earth people sent an iceberg to sink the Titanic.
1: <laughs> it's all about. Well, that. we're the annoying oh! upstairs neighbor in the Earth apartment, and they're just yeah. banging on the crust and like shut up. So yeah, I'm, inter- they, I'm,
2: I'm interested at the phenomena of disappearing ships and planes now, like the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. Um, I mean, that's an entrance you know. they say. Yeah, my brain just wants to go right there. I, that would be an answer. I, like I have also heard though
0: that if you if you create a triangle of equal proportions and you place it anywhere in the ocean, you will have the exact same number of disappearances. I've I've read that. That's a, just a I, counter.
1: I thought it was like a per capita, but it's so many were lost in that area because a lot of flight paths were just there. Exactly. So exactly. It, it was just kind
0: of a weird. Um, but fuck all that we're gonna go with inner earth <laughs> so okay oh, earth. that's so no I'll go, fun
2: i'll go on the other side so explain to me how like this is where i get caught up like my brain can believe oh. all this stuff but okay. yeah if there are all these entrances that are known on the earth one being in kentucky for god's sakes and it's not just the poles i mean perhaps the poles are the main entrances but there's these mm-hmm. other passageways mm-hmm. how, how can we not go find them What are the answers uh, why we can't go find them? The argument is that people do and have.
0: Uh, The pole ones is that supposedly they are camouflaged due to some sort of energetic. Oh, that was the other thing about the inner earth is that he kept talking about how the air was just like electrostatically charged. And he said that he felt incredible vitality the entire time he was there and noticed that the, the, the humans there lived to be hundreds of years old and that mm-hmm. there was some kind of energetic rejuvenating thing going on. And he said that had something to do with. Lack the, of the, pollution. Sure. Yeah. We'll microplastics.
1: Full circle again, microplastics.
0: Yeah. Um, and he said that, some of the inhabitants kind of got tired of this utopia and ventured out. And that's people who started the different cultures around the world. Uh, so what happened to him, though, and this is pretty interesting, is he so they left after two years. They're like, all right, we need to go back. Uh, my we need to go see my dad's wife, my mom. And they're like, all right, cool. Peace. And if you all want to come back, no problem. And so they, they escorted him out. And then when they got out, they got trapped between icebergs. Their ship got destroyed. The dad died. Uh, Olaf got rescued and he told the rescuers where he had been and uh, they put him in handcuffs. And they're like, "Okay, sure, buddy. And then when he got back, they were like, "Uh, yeah, come tell us about your story. And they were like, psych, just kidding. We're going to lock you up in a mental institution. And he stayed there for the next 23 years and so this book the smoky god was basically on his deathbed he invited this author and he was like hey i have been quiet about this because they literally put me in a mental institution but i'm about to die and people need to know so will you come take my story take my dictation and my my notes and my drawings and everything and, and release it and so that's what that story is so interesting Yes, and even more interesting is Admiral Bird's accounts, and this is a Rear Admiral, right? So this isn't some
2: yeah. He's like no joke. Like he's no you, joke. Did you see the videos I had on no. YouTube? like those are actual footage of their trip. Oh no, I didn't see that. It's like they have like hours of footage of the them going through icebergs and like playing That's with three hundred miles of film. Yeah, said three hundred wow. miles, right? It's really interesting, but they don't talk at all about any of this stuff and from what i read they're saying this is like a sanitized version that was released to the public like it doesn't talk about any of his account of this this uh you know hollow earth thing so it just you- talks about his trip and like him mapping out because he was there to map out whatever on unknown territory of antarctica or whatever
0: yeah can you um so did you pull up his flight log the one where yeah i got it okay you want to read it? So this well, this is this is actual. This is an actual flight log from a rear admiral, right? So obviously,
1: read it in his voice too, please. Yeah, please. Probably not. It, it'd be
0: like
2: transatlantic. So but, see,
0: we were driving over the ice. See. Eh?
2: So so the hard part is a lot of this is just literal flight logs so there's nothing interesting for a long time oh yeah get to the interesting um, part where he sees the yeah so like it looks like 10 hours maybe oh yeah 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 so it says he's crossing over a small mountain range they're in a plane at this point right so they had a plane on the ship they actually show that plane on that video footage that i yeah. that i posted and says that he, beyond the mountain range, it, it it appears right here that they still think they're looking at the surface of the Earth. Because he says what appears to be a valley with a small river or a stream running through it. But then he says there should be no green valley below us. Something's definitely wrong. They should be over ice and snow. Um, he says he sees mountain slopes. And then, and the gyroscopes are oscillating back and forth. So there's something magnetically going wrong, you know, where they can't, tell where they are but then like just past that it says they go to about 1400 feet take a left turn to better examine the valley and that's when he says uh the light seems different i can't see the sun anymore we make another turn and spot what seems to be a large animal of some kind appears to be an elephant he thinks he says no it looks more like a mammoth yes Mm -hmm. it's incredible uh decrease altitude to a thousand feet, take binoculars to better examine it. It is confirmed it is definitely a mammoth, mammoth-like animal. Report this to base camp. And it just gets crazy from there. Like then it's rolling green hills. The temperature indicator reads 74 degrees Fahrenheit. Um navigation instruments seem normal now. Puzzled over actions, attempting to contact base radio is not functioning. And then this is like where I'm wondering if the 1908 guy said anything about the spacecraft or like the saucer stuff.
0: Yeah, that uh, Olaf did. He
2: did. Okay. Yeah. So
0: he talked about, um, I mean, he, he used late 18, 1800s language. He, he just talked about airships of okay. a unique design and like uh, yeah, talked actually, about the, the ships traveling at space speeds far surpassing a locomotive and just all these uh crazy
2: and you can kind of tell like how far he's going i mean the that that part of the flight log starts at like let's say 10 it's like an 10 30 11 30 so he's like an hour and a half in when they say countryside below is level and normal ahead we spot what seems to be a city This is impossible. Aircraft seems light and oddly buoyant. Controls refuse to respond. Then he says, my God, off our port and starboard wings are a strange type of spacecraft. Or aircraft, sorry. They are closing rapidly alongside us, disc-shaped and have a radiant quality to them. They're close enough now to see markings on them. He thinks it's like a type of swastika.
0: Yes, that Um, was it, too, uh, that he saw. Which is it? Which if you'll remember, like that was a Buddhist symbol first.
2: Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, he said it's fantastic. They, Where are we? What's happening? Uh, controls won't respond. It's like I'm caught in a vi- invisible vice grip of some type. And then Tra- tractor beam. The radio crackles and a voice comes through in English with perhaps a slight Nordic or Germanic in- accent says welcome admiral to our domain we shall land you in exactly seven minutes and tells them to relax and basically that their air- aircraft is under control and um it brings them in and lands them and by like from 10 to eleven forty-five, like they're now landed and uh says several men are approaching on foot towards our aircraft they're tall with blonde hair in the distance is large shimmering city pulsating with rainbow hues of color I don't know what's going to happen now. We see no signs of weapons. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> but... it's 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 wild stuff. I mean, and that, then they go totally into like all the them talking and communicating mm-hmm. with each other and all this stuff he's seeing, and yeah, it's nuts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's stuff you would think is all made up. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I mean, I think he lost his uh, like reputation for it.
2: Yeah, that's Dang. the part I didn't know because when I watched that like two-part video on YouTube that was clearly like a documentary style thing, like it seemed like they made him out to be, you know, a hero in a lot of ways because he was That's kind of what I was saying when I was talking to you guys the other day, like these guys like they're like pushing through like ice for what? Days kind of like I mean, and it was like they thought they were going to die.
1: Yeah, several times they're like well, the ice fields are closing in now. Yeah, they're it looks terrifying. And like when they had the plane too, they're like, we had to retreat two miles to find some open water so we could launch the plane. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. and they're going places they have they have no idea where they're going. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, somehow they found like the previous encampment and had to dug it, dig it out. Oh, wasn't that weird? That was underground. Yeah, but I think it was just covered by snow underground, not like yeah i found that That part interesting
2: interesting too because they just had the sticks sticking out of the snow or whatever and then they go down into the
1: and they brought in like i think they said like 200 metric tons of equipment
2: yep yep and they show them down underneath that in that bunker and everything oh yeah
1: so
0: and so then i mean this is so operation high jump in february 1947 uh admiral uh Richard Byrd, we're going to call him Dick Byrd from now on, was in charge of a gigantic procedure in the Arctic that was called Operation High Jump. High Jump has become a contentious subject among U.S. UFO conspiracy theorists who claim it was a covert U.S. Army project to control supposed secret underground Nazi establishments in Antarctica and catch the German real flying disks or Thule Mercury-powered spaceship prototypes. And once again... Fast forward to 2023, when now our daggum government says that, yep, these things are real. Okay. It's this.
2: There's some weird connection. There are some weird connections.
0: And so the other things that are interesting about it is that people, uh, people, I just love when I don't know. I just say people or those dudes say they say anyway. Yeah. Lots of people, uh, the the best people, the smartest people.
2: <laughs>
0: I did I it. did a good Trump like one day, and I can't do it anymore. I'm fucking
2: bad at it. You're on the you're on the edge of
0: it. You so. you have to do something with your lips. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, can't do good it. Person gotta purse your lips uh my daughter is the hottest girl in the world um
2: shit, that I look I what look. was I talking
0: about oh uh the government apparently has been pushing the space alien UFO thing when in reality they come in from inside the
2: Earth baby I think that makes more sense and and what is the most like Unexplored areas of our planet, the oceans, like deep Ocean. down. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense that like spacecraft or like, well, okay, maybe it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes sense to my brain that rather than traveling millions of light years to Earth, they're actually oh, just coming out of the miles. Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine miles. <laughs> they're they're just coming up out of a hole and they're like
1: checking shit out like i got to run to the corner store hold on
2: well it
0: it, it, it conceivably could w- literally be essentially the same size as the surface of the earth
1: you know what i'm really saying really like close yeah
0: really close especially depending on how much land mass is there versus how much land mass we've got um what if here's a fun here's a fun thought uh what if the original earth like the the ones that the watchers and the nephilim corrupted Mm -hmm. was the inside earth and when god flooded the earth all he did was like open up like he just unplugged the drain so the ocean on top of the earth just filled up the inside
2: that's interesting that you said that i i was reading an article i i don't know which article it was but did you see the thing where they talk about maybe it's even in the smoky god one but where like they said there was a great flood that flooded the internal caverns and that they mm-hmm. had to come to the surface. Yeah. And it, and it says that when they came Atlantis. to the surface, that's when they um, imparted the ancient wisdoms to people, which mm. could explain like things. Be, and then when the waters retreated, they like went back to the in, inner earth, but that could explain like lost technologies that like totally the, how the pyramids were built, like all totally. this stuff We're like, how the hell did they do that? Like, maybe it came from them it's
0: it's fun and fascinating and it is like way i love it it is not (laughs) i mean to me it's it's not not that crazy it's not that crazy simply because of the existence of massive cave systems so like it's it really it's not that inconceivable to me
2: um i'm surprised that the um uh uh uh, whatever the grand canyon isn't mentioned um because you know they talk about like caverns and openings in the grand canyon and the reasons that we we can't go down there like there it's illegal to like explore down in the base of the grand canyon i'm unaware of this yeah there's protected space in the grand canyon you're not allowed to go in and there's like these areas that's another thing you should research. There's mm. all these openings where they say they say that there's like Egyptian hieroglyphs in caves inside the Grand Canyon. They won't allow you to to traverse
0: I anywhere. absolutely am not going to check that and I'm just going to believe it cuz that sounds awesome. <laughs> you should check it out. It's it's, really it's also the thing about like have you ever um have you ever seen the superimposed uh 411 missing persons map uh, that is superimposed mm-hmm. with the major cave systems um, in <laughs> no. the United States, and I've,
1: it. Okay, I've heard that. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull it up. Hold on, and then share the screen. Um,
2: it sounds terrifying. So you're saying where there is where there is an existence of large cave systems, there are higher rates of children yeah. missing, of uh, just people yeah. missing. Period. Oh, just pe- people in general. Okay. Yeah still yep. still kind of creepy <laughs> but... <laughs> very creepy
0: very creepy and you know Occam's razor yeah people just fell in the caves and got lost but cooler is that they got snatched or they just like went in there
1: yeah
2: They're there's like, also oh, oh let me find the,
1: um, land. find the
0: um got it I'm trying to find the Michelangelo cave story
1: like ninja turtles no
2: they love kids turtles do
1: oh no da
0: vinci excuse me um yeah it was like where he supposedly uh Da, 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 went into a cave and came out, and that's when he. Um... Uh, dude, I know this is so bad. <laughs> the worst, worst, worst podcasting ever. Yeah, um,
2: we should fill this empty space with something. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Y'all are supposed to be talking right now. Well, I'm, well, well, I'm this is
1: hollow earth, so we're going to have a hollow podcast episode.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, if you want us to talk, you have to not the talk story... to yourself. <laughs>
0: sorry the story i've always remembered is that uh he went into a cave for three days and came out and that's and like very soon after um created all his most famous Mm -hmm. inventions and drawings and the story was that he like received some kind of channeling Mm -hmm. or met something or someone in those
1: caves interesting yeah you know. So are we meeting up in Kentucky to go to Mammoth Caves and record an episode? I, I mean,
0: so I awesome. when I was in, dude, like when I when I went to the bridge, I mean that was in Bowling Green, Kentucky, connected to the Mammoth Caves, and there was I was going to say very that's very close. small caves uh, on the property that we went to. It th- mm-hmm. there's something so. Have you ever gone into any caves whatsoever?
1: Yeah,
2: Missouri's yeah. got a lot of them. Yeah, New York's got a bunch too. Actually, we've got some really, really big cave systems up here. Yeah,
1: ours are bigger. Oh yeah, I think I
2: think I think the biggest
0: uh, the biggest cave I've explored is definitely Kenan's Ma. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: um, silver Platter. So my, yeah. uh, I'm just gonna put it out there. Mine is how Caverns is the most famous one up here next to me, and that one is let's see how deep it is 156 feet. It's called Howell. How H O W E. I've actually I've actually gone to that cave system with pronounced years ago. Yeah. It isn't. (laughs) Howie. But but, uh Um yeah, years ago, I actually uh reserved a private like one like just me free reign walk around of the cave system under there with my like big film cameras like my large format film cameras and i photographed all the stuff down there it's really cool well i had to pay like a 100 bucks or something and then they took me down with just like one of the workers and then he just let me run free
0: was it pitch black
2: No, it's all lit. It's a very well-known cave system. Oh, okay. Have you ever? Yeah, like I remember going to
0: one. um, It was touristy, but it was an underground waterfall. And so they they bring you into the large chamber and then they cut out the lights and they let it. Mm -hmm. They let you sit there in the dark and then they play the 2001 theme. And then (laughs) they turn on the lights on the waterfall. It's so it's funny, too. I I, oh, hold on. Sorry, my headphones totally died. You're not sorry, but go ahead. I am sorry. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying when they died?
2: What were you saying? Uh,
0: oh, yeah. You, yeah, you were yeah. talking
2: about the cavern lights on the falls, all that stuff. Well, and I,
0: I, was, I was saying, uh, I guess it's because this has been in my mind, but I showed uh, Georgia the movie The Descent last night. Have you ever watched that?
1: Mm-mm.
0: The I'm horror sure movie about the caves? Oh, my God. You have to.
1: I'll
2: I'll look uh, these, it up cuz my brother these, and me watch horror movies all the time. Bro,
0: it's one of the most <laughs>
2: effective
0: horror movies hmm. ever. It's Six it's called Girls the, it's Descent? Called the Descent. Six girls go spelunking and things happen in the caves. All right, I'll get it. There's also so do you remember seeing the underground essentially like shelter cities? In like God, where was it, England or something?
1: They're basically oh, the these f- big bomb shelters.
0: Well, no, but they're they're like medieval. Like they're they it's basically yeah. like an ant, like a like a a crazy tunnel system with like uh food storage areas, cooking areas, shelter areas. And so the explanation given is that they were used uh, for villagers to protect from raiders. But like the Randall Carlson graham hancock explanation is that these were like ancient bomb shelters from or cataclysm shelters for for something what are you what are you looking up mark. andrew
2: oh On not the descent, descent actually oh <laughs> was yeah it, it, dude is it british uh yeah sure okay i i just making sure i got the right one i'm looking at here yeah it is anyway sorry oh yeah it was in turkey
0: city in turkey The underground city. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, Darren Kuyu. Uh, the underground city at Darren Kuyu could be closed from the inside with large rolling stones. Each floor could be closed off separately. The city could accommodate. Wait for it. Twenty thousand people. What? And had amenities found in other underground complexes across Cappadocia such as wine and oil presses, stables, cellars, storage room, refractories, and chapels. Um, Unique to the Darren KU complex and located on the second floor is a spacious room with a barrel vaulted ceiling. It has been reported that this room was used as a religious school and the rooms to the left were studies. Uh, There's a 180-foot ventilation shaft. Um, Let's see. It's so... Just to sum it up, it's an ancient multi-level underground city of the Median Empire um, in Turkey, extending to a depth of approximately 85 meters, 280 American units. Uh, It is large enough to have sheltered as many as 20,000 people with their livestock. It's the largest excavated underground city in Turkey and is one of several underground complexes found throughout Cappadocia. And who knows the stuff we just haven't found yet?
2: There's another, like, um, what's that really beautiful? There's, there's like a really beautiful cave, like, I can't remember where it was, like in China or Japan or something. With the it's pipes? Like, no, it's like huge and there's like underground water. And I, I gotta see if I can find it because I remember seeing that and thinking it was amazing, but it kind of reminds me almost of like the description of that, you know, the Hollow Earth.
0: You know what's great about how this city was discovered or rediscovered in 1963?
1: Just guess. Uh, Someone got drunk and wandered off and stumbled upon it.
0: No, a dude was renovating his cellar and knocked down a wall and found a
2: daggum
0: underground city, dude. (laughs)
2: Well, it's funny, like all of those cave systems, like the one up here, it's like you can't get into them because they're like, or or you can get into the sections they like have designated for tourists, but there's always tons more caves. They just won't let people in.
1: Which I get. There's always offshoots.
2: Yeah, because I actually found the one there. I actually did a little research and found the original entrance of that cave up here. And they've got it like gated off, like with a metal grate, like because people were trying to go in from the original cave sighting because you can actually go all the way through, um, to the, to the more touristy side, but they, they've shut it up. They've shut it down because of safety reasons or whatever, but. This is so,
0: man, there's so much cool, mysterious history to this planet and people, I do not think spend enough time thinking about it.
1: No, we're distracted by technology. It's bullshit, dude. Use the technology to... Oh, apparently this
0: place is open for visitors, so we should totally dude, do a bullshit. Church and Other Drugs go expedition.
1: Join Church and Other Drugs Patreon. Pay for our trip, please.
0: Please. I will wear a GoPro.
2: <laughs> Look, at there's one in uh, Vietnam, the world's biggest cave called... Uh, oddly, it's named Sun, <laughs> Sun Dong. But discovered by accident. Vietnam. 19- Wait,
0: hold on. There's a there. There is I a Sum Ken and Mom joke with Vietnam. Vietnam Ken and Dong Ken and Mom Som dong Giant Cave.
2: So it was discovered in 1991 by a local Vietnamese logger. You should see this thing. It's like the size of a stadium. It's ridiculous. All
0: right, all right. What's it called?
2: Uh, hang on. I'll, I'll, and you got I'll you got to tell
0: the people at home who are trying to look this
2: up. Som dong
0: it's literally like S U M Dong.
2: So I'm gonna actually put it in the chat just so you there's oh, the link to the BBC some doom.
0: Holy shit, that is a it, giant. Uh wow. It, it's says, it says
2: it's the world's largest.
0: That is so pretty. It's just a giant mysterious hole with sunlight beaming through. It looks like the it looks like the bat cave, is what it looks like. Wow, that is huge,
2: dude. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I don't even think that's the one I was looking what's, for. But this uh, what's, one's pretty amazing.
0: What's Vietnam? Um, uh, did you look up that city? Oh my god, dude. People can camp there? There's like an underground beach. What is the the current mm. uh touristy uh vibes for Vietnam?
2: <laughs> like like will we get killed if we go there, you mean? Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I feel like it's fairly really safe, safe, isn't it? Have you ever have you ever read the uh United States tourist warnings for Mogadishu.
1: <laughs> no. I'm no. I'm about to show you. Uh, <laughs> I know my brother in law traveled a lot, so he had to get like the the warnings or whatnot where to stay away and
0: <laughs> but this is this is just like this is uh Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, which one are you saying that? Oh, level sorry. four. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, I, I just read that that giant cave in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. The article says they've still only explored 30% of the area. Whoa, dude. Like, nice. is that crazy? 30% and it's that big? Good lord.
0: Um. Oh, yeah, here we go. This is great. I mean, this is great, says the American. But uh, so here's the Somalia <laughs> travel advisory. Uh, violent crime. This is the country summary. Violent crime, such as kidnapping and murder, is common throughout Somalia. Um, illegal roadblocks are widespread. Some schools and other facilities acting as cultural rehabilitation centers are operating throughout Somalia with inadequate or non-existent licensing Reports of physical abuse and people being held against their will in these facilities are common. Terrorists continue to plot kidnappings, bombings, and other attacks in Somalia. They may conduct attacks with little or no warning, targeting airports and seaports, government buildings, hotels, restaurants, shopping areas, and other areas that attract large crowds and are frequented by Westerners. Method of attack can include car bombs, suicide bombs, individual attacks, mortar fire, among others. While some areas have experienced less severe terrorist activity, such as the Somaliland region, um, terrorist attacks involving the indiscriminate use of explosive devices and other weapons can take place anywhere in Somalia at any time without warning. Uh, The U.S. Embassy heavily restricts the movement of its employees in Mogadishu based on the critical threat environment. If you decide to travel to Somalia, review, review your personal security plan and visit our page at this website avoid sailing near the coast of somalia draft a will and designate appropriate insurance beneficiaries and or power of attorney discuss Mm. a plan with loved ones this is on the travel.state.gov website discuss a plan with loved ones regarding care custody of children pets property belongings Mm. non-liquid assets and funeral wishes Share important documents and points of contact with loved ones so they can manage your affairs if you are unable to return as planned to the United States. Establish your own personal security plan in coordination with your employer um, or consider consulting with a professional security organization. <laughs> Develop a communication <laughs> plan with family or your employer or host organization so that they can monitor your safety and location as you travel. Um, establish a proof of life protocol with your loved ones so that if you are taken hostage your loved ones can know specific questions and answers to ask the hostage takers to be sure that you are alive <laughs> leave, so... D- leave DNA samples with your medical provider in case it is necessary for your family to access them erase any sensitive photos comments or other materials from your social media pages cameras laptops and electronic devices that could be considered controversial or provocative by local groups
2: basically why, why don't they just say do not do not go there because we are
1: free to go there
2: <laughs> they straight up said draft a will yeah, yeah they're just like you're probably gonna die if you come here
1: I, yeah, man. I'm smelling some new real material here. What would it be? <laughs> Just like <laughs> in my mind, it was like what? you had the office job and you're applying for vacation, and your boss is like, "Oh yeah, where are you going?" And you're like, "Somalia." I need you to fill out this paperwork.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mogadishu. <laughs> if you remember uh, Black Hawk Down, you remember that movie? Yeah. That's Mogadishu. <laughs> that was Mogadishu.
1: Okay. Yeah. I actually oh, used
2: true. to work for a company who the one of the engineers that worked at the company I worked with was on that helicopter. Which one? The, the one that the movie was put at, out after. He was like uh, famous. Oh wow. He was like a famous Black Hawk pilot. Oh wow. But, I, used I, to, mean, I used to work for a company that did like flight simulators and uh airplanes and stuff like that. And he was I mean, to be fair though. He did kind of crash it though, right?
1: I mean, that's why they had him in the flight simulator. Yes, technically. <laughs>
0: oh, how yeah. have I not gotten canceled? Let's wrap it up there.
1: <laughs> so, we went from
0: hollow <laughs> earth until uh, all the way to
2: um, we didn't really go that much farther. We we ended up vacationing cave, to caves. Somalia. <laughs> well, okay, the last five minutes, but you know, we were at caves. I mean, it's not very far.
0: I think I think you know I think I think you know they say threat level floor 4 do not travel I think it's bullshit though I think I can go That's, That's fine me. tickets
2: just, are cheap you tickets, need to Tickets I bet are super cheap they'll pay you to go if you contact
1: Absolutely. the right people Absolutely Absolutely I'm pretty sure Spirit Air flies into Mogadishu
0: I'm certain they do I bet I, well so I just need to find uh, a hollow earth tunnel and just pop right up like super mario up in somalia
2: so do you think like with the mammoth cave in kentucky that's the one i'm caught on because mm-hmm. it's only 11 hours from my house mm-hmm. so so you go there you have to assume whatever cave system goes to the hollow earth mm-hmm. they're not letting us over there right so how do you how do you how do you get there like do we have to break off and like break some rules go through it yeah you'd have to
0: break some rules bro. i mean i th- it, it's my i think i something? think mammoth cave like runs over several states i think oh really i think i mean it's i think it's the largest cave system in in at least north america maybe it's uh, you just huge. pulled that out of your ass i check it check it Jamie, pull that up
1: you can't call it mammoth for nothing
0: I mean, yes. Yeah, That's so what she... I'm saying. Um, It doesn't fly as big, but. The longest cave system in the world. Okay, so just as far as, yeah. Yeah, so. And it's definitely not states, I don't think, but. I didn't pull it out of my ass.
2: <laughs> you know that there's got to be people who go to this cave on like a tour and they're like, listen. I know the entrance <laughs> to, yeah, 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 yeah. to Agartha is somewhere. Here's a hundred bucks. Just tell me where it is.
0: Except they're from Kentucky. They're like, listen here, but I know that the <laughs> hollow earth's around here somewhere. My great granddaddy told me about it. That's where he got his whiskey recipe <laughs> from From them giants in Sigartha in or whatever it's called. Send me an email, churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Uh, and let me know if you want some hollow earth merchandise. I'll get right on it. Storefrontier.com slash Church and Drugs, Patreon.com slash Church and Drugs.